Hello and welcome to episode 198 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Good man, good. I have my uh, beer in front of me so I'm feeling good. That's good. Me too, me too. We need it at the minute. Um, but yeah, just this is the what penultimate regular show before episode 200, um, which is pretty exciting. Just around the corner. A mere fortnight so close, away man. at this point. So um, and yeah, I may as well put out the shout out at the start of the show. Obviously, I did it sort of towards the end, I think, of the last show. Um, but yeah, we want to hear from as many different listeners as possible for episode 200, of course. And um, yeah, thank you so much for the people that have already got involved. That's awesome. Nice and early. Um, but yeah, there's still a couple of weeks for everyone else. And we just want to hear from you. If you're a long-term listener who's obviously contributed a lot, that'd be awesome. The kind of people that we already know. But definitely, if you're just a, a listener who's never reached out before, now is the perfect time. Um, and so, yeah, kind of our socials are in the um, description of this podcast. Of course, you can um, follow us on Twitter at SHBpod. Um, you can tweet us or our DMs are open. Um, and if you want to send us a longer email, uh, it's superhorrorbrospodcast at gmail.com. And uh, pretty much what we said last week, really, favorite memories of the show. If you have a favorite film that we've covered, that'd be great. Just anything along those lines really and also if you know the first show you've ever listened to which i know is a very hard question to answer um but we already got a couple of people saying that and it's really fascinating to see oh um, yeah definitely so yeah all that good stuff leading into 200 which will be very very fun so um, close man it's yeah, crazy it is, it is indeed um but yeah we're back with a regular show this week uh, talking about countdown um which yeah is an interesting one like we'll obviously get into that discussion shortly after the news um but one that we've definitely discussed on the show before and kind of yeah sadly missed out on a very limited release like a lot of these are um limited theatrical release last year um mm-hmm. And it only came out like on sort of digital services and Blu-ray and that in like March in the UK because it was a very long wait for this one. Um, so yeah, we thought now is the perfect time to talk about this film because of course not really much else coming out, is there? <laughs> yeah, I think it was it was one of the ones that really was frustrating that we missed throughout all of last year, really. Definitely. Because um, it kind of sounded like our cup of tea and mm. kind of post it coming out, it got kind of reasonably good reviews as well. So yeah, it was one that I definitely have always wanted to see. So I'm glad we finally got to sit down in front of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that stuff shortly. But yeah, there's a few news stories here. And um, I've actually just remembered something that I saw on Twitter earlier today, um, Ooh, which I hadn't had, time to put in, hadn't had time to put in the notes, but I just, just remembered it. it. So, I mean, that's what I do every well, week. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking a page out of your book. But um, I saw one tweet from Edgar Wright, actually, um, which was very fascinating because I think it was last week we were talking about... Um, uh, his movie obviously being delayed indefinitely mm. and we talked about how it's really sucks you know with these ones that just don't get a new date um well i saw a tweet from edgar wright who said the following he said um haunted by someone else's past but we'll see you in the future it's true last night in soho is not quite finished yet due to covid19 but i'm excited for you all to experience it at a big screen near you on april 23rd 2021 um uh, at least so there date. you go exactly <laughs> date, yeah. and i like that there's some explanation in here you know kind of a little bit of a tease about the plot of the movie mm-hmm. um i like that he throws in there that it's you know made to be seen on the big screen of course and yeah, like that he says, it's not finished. You know, we talked about mm. how they had actually finished, um, you know, um, photography, principal photography. But obviously, there's still many, many steps to go before a film is finished. And especially someone like Edgar, who's so involved in the post-production, like he's mm. so well known for his editing skills and kind of adding, you know, the musics and the soundtracks and such. Um, so, yeah, obviously, he wasn't ready for this movie to be, you know, what was it originally coming out in September? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Like, I, I take this as a mini win because at least we have the date. <laughs> 
I take it as a win too, and it's it's yeah. a realistic one as well. Like, yeah. there's no point, you know, the movies that um, we have coming out August September are clearly movies that are in the can. You know, yeah. Quiet Place is sat at our local cinema collecting <laughs> dust somewhere. Like, yeah. we, it's got to be. You mm. know, we were two days away. God damn it! <laughs> but you know, this movie Such was. A joke. You know what? We've seen nothing about this movie. We know next to nothing no. about this movie. So it makes sense to push it and give us give us a kick ass, a great horror movie when the time is right. Yeah, he released a um, still with this as well, which I think is only like the second even still image we've seen from it. Um, yeah, exactly. Which, um, has Matt Smith in it, and I, I didn't actually remember he was in this movie. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> that's pretty cool um but yeah yeah it's one of those ones really whereas this is just the world we live in now that like the things that we're looking forward to they're just very very yeah. far away but um, i remembered when i like seeing matt smith and things yeah so i Hopefully thought he was gonna say i, thought he was gonna say, I remember seeing movies that i enjoyed and was looking forward to <laughs> those were the days remember 2019 man what a what a goddamn year i mean it's funny really because if anyone ever like listens back to our episodes <laughs> and we're like oh, i wonder if tw- you know like 2020 could not live up to 2019 and it's like <laughs> yeah. well 2020 just decided to shit the bed and disappear because it's like yeah, yeah i can't live up to 2019 for horror movies so let's just move on yeah i really didn't want that second place yeah. so i was like you know what i did yeah. not finish is good enough for me yeah um, exactly but yeah, it's 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 a whole thing. But um, yeah, it's continuing to evolve. But at least, yeah, I'm I'm happy that we get a date. Like, because there was a few movies that we obviously discussed that just didn't have dates. Like, Malignant is a big one. Mm. Um, hopefully, we'll hear about that very soon. Um, because yeah, we just, just just put some dates on these bad boys. I don't even do care. Think, like, um, do you think our end of year this year is going to have to be like uh, film of the year so far? yeah or uh, or just put out participation awards <laughs> pretty much yeah because it just feels that way of like man we should just include like stuff that we would have seen and then we'll just guess yeah. if we'd have liked it or not so spiral wins movie of the year congratulations um, well bro you forget, <laughs> but, you forget we were gonna see ghostbusters after oh, yeah ghost i'll let you have ghostbusters <laughs> second um <laughs> I, i'll take it bro <laughs> I, I bet you will um because <laughs> it wouldn't be making the list any other way um but yeah it would spiral <laughs> <laughs> how dare you have i got another year of this this slander yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh great um, <laughs> have, no you've got you've got a year of believing that my slander is slander that's what you've got and then then you've got the reality of seeing the movie did you not see that trailer yeah i did, did ten you? Out of ten. yeah <laughs> i wasn't sure i wasn't sure if you were going quiet place on it <laughs> just assuming it was gold <laughs> yeah i should have really um <laughs> No, it was a good one. Um, yeah, going into the next story. Th- this is just a, a few quotes because um, we haven't heard about the Child's Play TV show for a little while now. Obviously, for a good we heard minute. A- yeah, like it was, I think, I feel like it was like late 2018 going into 2019 prior to like the remake stuff was when we really first heard about this. I think, I think and- basically when the remake was good, they were like, mm. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely and then everything got put on hold yeah and it seemed like they just delayed 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 it and i even said like a while ago before they then started talking about it again like i don't think this is gonna happen um they obviously have started talking about it again so it seems like it is gonna happen but um yeah i want to read some quotes here um obviously from the main man don mancini but um basically i'm just really excited for the show like i wanted to make that very clear because like this to me is that you know that ash versus evil dead moment of like 
yet Chucky had such an amazing run and it's amazing that he got as many films as he did, especially when you compare it to something like Evil Dead, that obviously we only got three films and that was, we loved them so much and we loved that character. Um, same we do with Chucky, but like, I think this is a perfect avenue of where he's at right now of like, he's not going to get cinema releases. Yes. He can keep, keep, keep making these movies that we really enjoy, but like, I don't know. I'm kind of ready for like a change of direction. Um, I know and- what you mean. I think as well, it's a case of he can tell a different, story you know Chucky has expanded with that last movie that it kind of it's hard to fit that all in a feature without it becoming kind of weird or not being able to tell the whole story you've got kind of all of these characters in multiple different locations you know you've got these multiple variations of Chucky and kind of you know having that in a wacky tv show you know I just want Don to start talking about Ash vs Evil Dead (laughs) <laughs> when he when he yeah. talks about the the, the child's the Chucky kind of TV show because that's what it needs to be. They need to look at that, and they they need to just follow that. It needs to be kind of as hard as what that show was, but also as true to the the franchise. And I think it will undoubtedly be true to the franchise. But it's just whether they can go as hard as what Ash vs Evil Dead did. Oh yeah, like I think the comparisons are, are absolutely right to be made, and obviously mm. it's it's a tough one because in my opinion that's the greatest like transition ever from film to television for any like franchise um so but that is that is what you need to be listen i don't need an excuse (laughs) ash versus evil dead special i'm all airs but um all right yeah so uh so (laughs) so the the quote itself there's just a couple of things it's not like massively you know like anything massive but um i just thought it was interesting to hear from the guy so he says um uh, with this TV show, our mission has been to preserve the straightforward scariness of the original film or the first couple of films, uh, but at the same time, and c- continue on with this ever-expanding tapestry of consistent story that we've spun over the course of seven movies and 30-some years. Uh, I think fans are really going to love to see the new characters that we introduce in this realm and just to see how they c- uh, come up against our classic characters, not just Chucky, but some of the others that you might be hoping to see. There's a good chance they'll turn up. Um, of course, we already know that like Jennifer confirmed that she was coming back. Um, which is awesome but she is the only one um we've not heard anything about fiona um or uh is it alex who plays andy um Mm. not heard about him either because obviously he's in a very interesting place at the end of the last trucky movie yeah we need we need him and we need tiff really i think yeah, for well, I think Fiona and Tiff are the main two for me because they look at where Chucky actually is at the end of that movie. Mm. Obviously, I mean, throw up a mild spoiler warning, I guess, but like Chucky is in Fiona's body, and he's kind of going off with 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 Tiff. Oh yeah, um, no. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Fiona's not a given right now, is she? No, she's not. No. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we I, definitely need yeah Fiona and Tiff definitely, and you know I think you need Andy as well, really. Yeah. Um, the last interesting thing he just said was, that, um, Chucky has a different goal in the TV show than he's ever had before. And it's specifically something that is designed to evoke something that's going on in the zeitgeist today. Um, what that could mean, who knows, <laughs> you know, are they going to do like Chucky in a pandemic? Like, I don't know who, what knows what's going on? You know, is he going to run for president? Um, I'm sure there's plenty of things going on in today's world that he could easily, you know, do. Is he going mm. to get in a Twitter storm and people are going to try and cancel him? Who knows? There's plenty of fun things that you could do in this day and age. It really just shows you how, like, shit current life is, doesn't it? <laughs> I was going like, to say, as, like, these as, are the things that, like, you, could, you, you could pull. Him, I said I it like, in jest, but then yeah, I was realizing, like, I to say yeah. it in jest, and I was then going to make fun of it further, and then I, then I just got really down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, oh, yeah, all the things that we uh, associate uh, with yeah. modern culture are all negative. That's weird, isn't it? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a long swig of my beer and you carried on talking. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I had nothing to add that was positive. That's fine. I, just, I wow. think. I think that's the perfect way to respond to that. Um, I poured a little bit on the floor to remember 2019. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. Um, <sighs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I'm hoping we get to hear more from this soon. Like, whether this will make 2020, who knows at this point? Because obviously everything's delayed. I can't imagine it. Um, but yeah, I, I want to see the show saw, regardless. Remember when we saw Three from Hell, bro? And we were yeah. pussies and didn't give it our movie of the year. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> it only took you six months to come out and say it. Uh, remember that, bro? <laughs> I do remember that, and I also remember and two other movies that came out last year. Correct, I remember that too. But what I'm saying is, imagine, imagine 2020. Well, imagine yeah, that's, we got... <laughs> we've got one good film in 2020 so far. All right, and I'm not going to lie. Right now, Free from Hell is going to win our movie of 2020. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. It probably got some sort of distribution in 2020, right? Mm. Like, I'll look it up. I'll find something. Could you imagine as well, like all jokes aside, if we had got the lighthouse when everyone else did, which was in 2019, <laughs> we would have nothing. <laughs> I've already vetoed it for the year end list, bro. How, da- how dare you? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then next up, um, this is just a fun little one where um, we talked about this like, oh, God, a few months ago, prior to kind of like right at the start of the pandemic happening when like festivals were closing down. Um, but a fun little trailer, and I don't know why this movie just really stood out to me, um, was one that PG, Psycho Goreman. Do you remember this one? <laughs> you in this goddamn movie <laughs> what's your problem listen it, it's a fun trailer i really like the director because he obviously did the recent leprechaun movie which is a big fan of <laughs> and um it just looked like a good time and i remember saying that at the time like this is the perfect movie that i'd want to see at fright first um well we actually do have some distribution and, and yeah just to go off the back of that it was gonna premiere at the south by southwest festival and then obviously that got completely closed down right. so like this movie just never got a release like i don't think anyone's i don't think the public is seen this movie yet um but yeah the announcement is that kind of um so apparently rlje films and shudder have acquired the movie together um so that the the initial company that i said they're gonna uh, release it later on this year in theaters supposedly and then shudder will premiere the movie early 2021 Mm. um so that's cool like we actually have some distribution on it and i think yeah shudder again is like the perfect home for a movie like this De- you know desperately is what it needs for movies like this yeah. um and also you know late 2020 again like i we've discussed a lot about kind of uh, fright fest off air and like whether or not it will go ahead um mm. but i still think this would be a great home for it even if they rescheduled it like imagine if they just did the full festival in like october obviously because they they normally do like the one day halloween event in october like I i'm curious what, if man, they could push like, the whole thing yeah the second you said that i was like wow that makes a lot of mm. sense yeah it just feels like a better time but definitely because obviously bank holiday in august is probably <laughs> make the... that decision <laughs> oh yeah it, we're absolutely not the people but we can talk shit because that's what we do um... yeah we, we're good at that we are good at that we have 197 <laughs> episodes behind us exactly um... um and speaking of which bro i'm not gonna lie i've um uh free from hell came out in italy in 2020 <laughs> oh, so <my> God. eligible <laughs> For, um, I didn't realize you're Italian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you, are you going to discredit our Italian listeners and say it's not? No, eligible? I'm not. They, they can abs- they can absolutely put it on number one of their list. Um, otherwise, if we're doing that, then we have to retroactively give the lighthouse number one last year. 
I mean, that's a different conversation. <laughs> there, there's some good films last year, bro. There was. <laughs> Have you seen The Lighthouse? Um, right, this is this is really gone off track. Psycho oh, yeah, Ball Man. <laughs> I'm excited. No, we're not even talking about that yet. <laughs> I thought we'd reviewed it. What? This, this went off the rails early, like in the news. Um, I can... <laughs> when it takes us this long to get into this show, we had a long pre-show. Okay, I'm yeah. a few beers in already. I'm not I, was gonna gonna say, I can tell that we're both drinking for this one. Um, <laughs> But, um, I love it. I've like... been drinking kind of non stop since lockdown. It's definitely been my most reoccurring trend. I'm going to not answer that one, I think. <laughs> um, fair, fair play, bro. That's, that's a yes. I mean, that's that's pretty much the news. Do you just want to talk about this week's film? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Countdown. So yeah, fun fact about this movie. Um, I believe it was the first ever thing shown on Channel 4. <laughs> right, okay. That's just, that's just one for our British listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool, man. I didn't yeah. know that. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no, this actual movie, uh, obviously, as we discussed before, like... I, I got it... genuinely worried for a minute that I was watching the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought I had to go watch 20, 20 seasons of a uh, British TV There's, show. There is way more than 20. I know, I just, <laughs> you know, whatever. Try like 80 at this point. But um, yeah, well, I do most. think that's fascinating. Like, I don't know if Countdown exists anywhere else for other people, but um, it is weird that you can release a movie with that exact title because I would just assume that they would have copyright on like most things. Do you know what I mean? Nah, Obviously, nah. like you can't call a TV show countdown for sure, but like you can call a movie countdown. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a weird one. Um, but yeah, the, the movie. The <laughs> you, movie do, is... do you not want to talk about this movie, bro? <laughs> well, no, I was about to. Um, okay. <laughs> the movie is not about like you know picking letters and numbers, but it's about an app nice. that tells you when you're going to die. Um, mm. And yeah, obviously very limited release last year and obviously came out only like literally only a couple of months ago. It's one of those crazy, like big, you know, it kind of like went in the cinema and it just disappeared off the face of the earth. And then someone was like, oh yeah, we should probably put this out on like DVD and mm. that. Um, so yeah, we can actually finally talk about the movie now, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, what is, I guess, the general synopsis other than the one I just said, which is pretty much it. Yes, throw me. Um, so yeah, countdown. Uh, well, I've got a weird aside for you. <laughs> the, I've I've basically spent the entire week watching uh, Elizabeth Lyle. In oh, okay. Because I've also you been watch watching you. you. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. That's <laughs> so that's so weird that you started watching it now. I I had no idea she was in this movie. That's fine. And just it's been on my Netflix list for ages. And right. I watched like four or five episodes and then put this movie on and was like. <laughs> Hang on a second. So weird. <laughs> I was like, I was like, have I just got obsessed with the lady from you, and now I'm seeing her in things? Have I become Joe? Yeah. And then, <laughs> I was like, no, nope, no. Nope, it's just it's her pretty her crazy head. because like she's not she's done a huge. Yeah, she's really not done a huge amount of stuff. So it's funny that you've seen like her two lead roles. <laughs> yeah, she's got nine acting credits to her name. You know? Yeah. I think um, these are like the most two recent ones, but um, yeah, obviously yeah. for me, I've I've seen all of you, so yeah, yeah you, I recognise her. <laughs> yeah so so yeah like that was a cool week um but yeah how's you how, how are you treating you <laughs> uh i like it i like it yeah how much yeah. have you seen um almost to the end of season one okay. um and it's starting to drag a bit but but i i really enjoyed the first few episodes um yeah. but yeah it's, it's good stuff fair enough yeah i mean uh 
but yeah, come coming back for the third time to come back. <laughs> it's definitely so, more than the third time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of what, what you've alluded to that, um, there is this app called countdown that people are downloading and basically it calculates the, to the exact second when you're going to die. Hmm. Um, and kind of in the opening scene, we see kind of like a bunch of, um, teens that are kind of out drinking and they kind of play it as a drink drinking game. Whoever has, whoever has the least uh, time to live, you know, has to finish all the drinks and kind of all of the characters are getting kind of 40, 50 years. And they're like, Oh, I live till I'm 80. That's pretty good. Oh, 70, not bad. And then one of the characters literally has like three hours. Hmm. And, um, in the opening scene, which actually I found quite suspenseful, like yeah. it was one of those kind of, where as it was going on, it was very what you've seen before, but it, it was effective and it worked. It kind of reminded me of kind of some of the old kind of, uh, a bit like the opening to kind of like Black Christmas and that sort of thing, where it's kind of like, oh, okay, I've seen it done a lot of times, but this is still doing what, uh, I mean, I, I guess <laughs> Black Christmas at the time, it wasn't hadn't been done a million times before. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, and, and yeah, it was an, an effective opening scene where eventually we see um, that, yeah, the exact... Um, seconds that the opening actress's clock runs out, she does indeed um, suffer um, the uh, the end, so to speak. Mm. And um, and yeah, we kind of pick it up. Uh, does her it's her boyfriend that downloads the app as well, isn't it? And gets a relatively low time. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly oh, what happens. Sorry. He has so, a couple yeah. of days, and then he, he goes to hospital. Yeah. So he go. He was meant to drive her home and gets involved in a car crash, but doesn't die. That that kind of would have probably been the thing that killed her. And then yeah, yeah we'll we join him. Yeah, we join him in the hospital, and he's kind of downloaded the app himself and reveals that he now only has two days to live, um, and he has got some surgery scheduled for two days' time. Mm. And kind of at this point, this is when we meet our lead character, um, uh, Quinn. I think her name was and um she she's a newly qualified nurse that kind of uh hears about this app and it's one of those things it's kind of very um you know in the zeitgeist of where we're at right now where kind of you hear the of these apps and these weird social media things that um the one last year where it turned where you took the picture and it turned you old and then we realized that the russians were stealing all of our information for doing that um it's basically that as an app isn't it right <laughs> you remember that one no <laughs> there was like a there was like an app where you took a picture and it made you look oh like an, an app i thought you yeah, said, yeah. i thought you said a film we covered <laughs> no no oh, there right. was an app last year oh, and, fair enough. and everyone did it on social oh, media I remember, and yeah. made themselves look old and then it came out that like it was a russian app and they, that's brilliant they kind of like the terms and conditions was basically like they now own soul. <laughs> yeah they own um, your likeness for yeah, life that's yeah. brilliant yeah so it's effectively countdown um in real life <laughs> um so yeah, I kind of thought that was really, really clever and kind of, um, obviously, yeah, she downloads it and has uh, what, a couple of days to live, basically. And yeah. so then this is kind of, it's very much like the ring at that point, you know, yeah. where kind of she knows she has this countdown, it's a few days and she is now trying to unearth what the hell's going on and starts to discover more and more people that have downloaded this app and suffered kind of the, the same fate. Um, and yeah. I mm. guess that's the, the, the plot um, initially. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, do you want to go into your thoughts on this one? 
Yeah, like um, I, w- I really want to start with the opening scene because um, obviously it's not spoilers because it's literally the opening of the movie. Mm. Um, but I, there's some really interesting reveals straight away where obviously you introduced to the app, which kind of knew from like the initial premise. Um, mm. And then obviously she's going to go home. And like what you said, she's like, oh, she's panicking because like her boyfriend's been drinking. And so yeah. she's like, oh, I'm not going to get in the car because that's how I'm going to die. And so immediately as a viewer, I was like, oh, OK, what she thinks she's doing is that she's going to vert it. But then really, she's just going to be like attacked on the way home and the drive home would have been absolutely safe and fine. Yeah. Um. Then, of course, she, you know, something does happen to her and she does get killed, not outside of the car. But then obviously we get the reveal that he did crash and there was this like giant something, you know, wooden spike or whatever through her seat that definitely would have killed her. Mm. Um, so then it is this case of like, oh, okay, so she tried to like cheat death. And I mean, um, instantly you're like, this has got some serious Final Destination vibes at this point 100%. from the opening scene. Yeah, which which I didn't know going in. And no. so that, and then she kind of has this pop-up on her phone around that same time when she doesn't get in the car where it says like, user agreement broken. And mm. so then like, you're immediately like, oh, okay, there's something going on here with this, with this user agreement. There's something going on where they are literally cheating death like Final Destination. So then kind of like the app has to make do. Of course, correct, and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's obviously, it's different because she still dies like it's weird right because she you, she still dies at the exact same moment she would have died her mm-hmm. clock didn't change she just died via a different method yeah um, which which is what obviously is very different to final destination as well as many other things um mm. but i thought that was like an interesting take like straight away from this opening scene which i agree with you is probably the standout scene of the movie um i was just kind of like oh man i'm really actually interested in this now with what's actually going on um mm. Then obviously when we start to unravel it, um, I guess it's getting into more broader thoughts on it before we really dive in. But um, like this movie, had just had so much potential and I had like a lot of a lot of stuff that I really enjoyed, actually, like the actual app stuff and the actual stuff with the, you know, the countdown app mm. for the most part, outside of a couple of things, which I'll get to, I thought worked really well. Like I liked how often it was used. It wasn't just a case of um, our lead character gets in and it's like, right, everyone's trying to help her. There's a lot of different twists and turns of like, oh, someone else is now got the phone and it's like she has a sister involved and all of that sort of stuff mm. like i thought they did a good job of making the phone be relevant throughout it wasn't just like one person's journey of through countdown um definitely the problems with the movie are like we've said with like a lot of these movies especially these kind of i think this was sony right this this stinks of sony all over it um i mean i don't remember groaning when the opening <laughs> uh credits rolled so i don't know whether it is but yeah but if it isn't let's just say it is um because it's the classic kind of the the horror in this the actual kind of trying to scare you i guess is where the movie's really bad because it is just these ridiculously generic jump scares like we're talking like the worst of the worst you know we, we we discuss a lot of these and the ones we see at the cinemas and kind of like the the kind of haunting movies they're like the mm. classic ones that are like bad for this this is like the lowest of the low where it is literally a thing that will jump at the screen for like it will speed up the camera it'll be a really loud noise and then within half a second it'll be gone and it's also completely pointless because they do that cardinal thing of like um characters are seeing things that aren't there so you've got characters that are seeing things that aren't there that no one else can see that aren't reacting with the world that can pop up at literally any time without any rhyme or reason it's just completely random so like as a viewer you're just sat in there being like oh, okay at some point someone's just going to go blur at the screen and then within like a few seconds they're just going to completely ignore that that even happened um and so yeah it's just the classic bad <clears throat> jump scares basically for anyone who's not seeing this um and so that's where the movie really fell apart for me um i still 
actually enjoyed this movie um it, it like it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be um and i thought again the app and the kind of the concept is really really cool and i think that with some more rewrites with some better character work because i think there's a subplot in this movie that's dreadful like really really bad and just slows down the movie and we'll get to that um and feels really forced and crowbarred in and doesn't really make sense with what this movie is trying to be about um but like the actual app itself i thought was interesting and they could have done some cool stuff with it 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 just i don't know it left me wanting more and kind of like from that initial trailer last year remembering the concept it kind of was like oh yeah that's kind of what i assumed that movie would be of like yeah just really half-baked and like i wanted it to be the unfriended you know for this app and Mm. it it just wasn't for me um what did you make of it um yeah i i can't disagree with quite a lot you've said there but i did i did end up enjoying this movie quite a bit Mm. i think um it's it's the app side of it and those final destination tie-ins and i think it's probably this deep craving that i have final destination that i've kind of you know, I think we spoke about it last year, how I just really want that franchise to come back. And this is real close to it. I think, um, <clears throat> obviously, we'll get to the kind of um, subplot behind the app and that it's not just necessarily kind of blanket face death, like mm. kind of Final Destination. And that is where it does kind of fall apart. But um, like you said, I really enjoyed a lot of the app stuff. I enjoyed the use of the tech. It's not just that, oh, it's an app on a phone and now she's trying to research something else. You know, she kind of goes to this tech guy. They kind of, um, you know, try to change phone. And there's a few things like that. And like you say, you've got these multiple characters that have got the um, clock ticking down. They they kind of try to mess with things. And, and I enjoyed a lot of that stuff. Um, I think for me, the biggest problem I have is that those Final Destination movies went so hard when death mm. came. And even yeah. in the opening scene, our, our lead character just got eliminated. And we don't actually know what really happened. Yeah. And as the movie goes on, it kind of seems like it really does try to do like a Final Destination type thing where kind of, you know, the entity behind Countdown is, you know, it knows when you're going to die. And if you break, you know, the terms it's going to try to come at you anyway. But it doesn't ever kind of reveal itself that much as, like, a character massively and and, and not as an entity. You just kind of get taken out, mm. and it's mostly off-screen. And I really needed some on-screen stuff with that more, you know, and I kind of needed that um, payoff that we got from those Final Destination movies. Um, yeah. But I think... Um, yeah, it it was the whole app side of it. Obviously, kind of our, our lead, I think, is is really good. I think the supporting cast behind her was good. I enjoyed kind of the hospital side and what was going on there and um, her with her sister and just the whole world that was being built. It felt, it felt much more kind of, especially with what we've just had recently, it just felt a lot more fully fledged and kind of um, a lot of things were strong in it and kind of... It's it's more to me one of these ones where I'm like, oh, it, it was very close to being something real good, mm. I think. And um, and if it had just done those things, it could have really tipped it over the edge. But I still think this was a was a solid movie. And, and yeah, like I say, one that one that I enjoyed and just kind of um, I think what what happened with it is it kind of tilted towards just the kind of popcorn horror instead yeah. of kind of tip the other way and somehow kind of final destination and like the saw movies blended that mold where they were 
crazy kind of violent but still with this popcorn horror and these days these movies just play it safe because they don't want to get the r rating and they don't want to get the the kind of um drop off they you know they must see the drop off of it and so they're yeah. just going safe with the horror side of it um the the whole jump scare thing i find interesting because everything you said was true um <clears throat> but a couple of them like were effective for me like one a couple of them proper made me jump and a couple of them did like make me feel suspenseful one really even made though, me jump actually i do yeah, remember yeah and like not in like a you know, not necessarily even in this kind of um, Annabelle kind of conjuring, you know, insidious style where it's just like, loud noises! It was that, like, the visuals and everything made me jump and, like, made me feel a little bit uneasy for a few seconds. And, like, um, you know, ultimately it still is a cheap jump scare, but it was less cheap than a lot that I'm used to. Mm. And, and yeah, I don't know. I think because they're kind of... Um, I guess it's kind of skirting around spoilers, but when when the characters are kind of seeing these things and seeing these images, they, they are um, dead people that they know that are kind of coming to them, and it's almost mm. like the world between kind of death and reality is, or, or kind of that you know our world and the, the, you know death is kind of being bled and the lines are being bled as they get closer to their clock going down, and I kind of like that as a as an idea. It just never really got explored. I no, they needed, to, like... they needed to explore all that stuff way more. Mm. That would have been really yeah. interesting. Because, yeah, some of that stuff I think is super interesting, like you said, of like um, they do start bringing up this whole thing of like loved ones coming to visit them. And mm. I think that is where this movie needed a bit more in the context of the script because with the app itself, you just get this number, uh, or like these numbers counting down, and then you know the moment that you're going to die. So from that point on, that's where it's different to Final Destination, where obviously it's kind of like an event where some mm. people didn't die. So then, you know, death is trying to course correct it. And obviously you're trying to work out the order. But from that point on, death can strike at any time. So there's always that tension. Whereas the difference with this is once once our lead character gets three days, we know no, she's not going to die in three days. So then every time she's kind of like visited and has these like horror-y type of situations, mm. it all just feels like irrelevant and random. And that's what kind of like annoyed me. It was just like, oh, yeah, now it it's just been... deciding to spook her for no reason. I, it would have been better if it explained more that like, yeah, those walls between death and reality are kind of you know getting blurred and that yeah. you are kind of seeing these things and it's becoming more vivid and more aggressive yeah and, one well. thing and, it, really and it kind of does because yeah. with our other guy um uh what was his name matt um yeah. who kind of turns up and um has also got a countdown that's a very similar time he um his visions do seem to get more aggressive and mm. kind of more like like the the other world is coming for him i don't want to just keep using the word death is coming for him because it feels very final destination but it just feels like you know the other world is coming for him and, and, and it's going to get him at that time and it's this inevitability of the clock which i mm. found um interesting and definitely is an int more in, not more interesting but a different take as to what final destination does you know like you say final destination they've cheated death and now they're on borrowed time Whereas yeah. this is the the exact opposite. You know exactly what that time's going to be, and you cannot change it. Is kind of the point of this movie, and it's about them trying to figure out how can I change it, or is it just fate and inevitable? And kind yeah. of that side of it, I thought was super interesting. And it just mm. kind of when they actually then started to scratch scratch the sur surface of the app and what the actual thing was that was coming after them, that was where it was way less interesting because it became more generic at that point. 
Yeah, they they almost like <clears throat> felt like they needed to explain it when in in reality mm. you just don't need to. Like no. I'm perfectly from that opening scene on, I'm perfectly fine that like if you download this app, it's going to tell you and that's and that's it and then I'm I'm in on the rules of what you've set up. Like I don't need yeah. to be like, right, here's why this app exists, here's what this means and all of that stuff where yeah, it, it was just filler all that stuff when they were actually explaining mm. kind of what was behind it. Um but the the other element with the kind of the horrory stuff outside of the kind of relatives visit and the, was like them actually seeing the demon and mm. i thought that was a really interesting thing how it was always kind of like behind them in the distance and getting closer and yeah it i really like that you could never really drew, look directly at it you know they would see it in a wing mirror in their car or like in the hospital down the end of the oh, corridor it was just like grim reaper watching getting yeah. closer it was and super it, cool and they, i wish they'd used it a bit more to be honest 100 percent. like i love that element you know like video games like slender man and pt have done that so well that that feeling that something is always behind you but you can't yeah. look to look directly at it because then it'll get you so then you just have to keep going forward and keep going and almost like in it follows where it's that that impending doom of something that's always yeah, coming that's exactly that why i was going to touch upon <clears throat> the impending doom side of it as opposed to the jump scare yeah. if if it had have just been that death is looming and slowly coming towards these characters i think that could have been more effective than Definitely. the inevitable jump scare that we got from those moments um yeah, it's real close, man. I think. Yeah, for me, like oh, know, this it, is one of those ones that I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm almost happy frustrated because they did deliver on a lot, and mm. I agree with you that it's like it's really well acted, and I, I liked the characters for the most part. I, I, I definitely think that the the hospital staff, in particular, with her like creepy boss, was what really slowed the movie down, um, because I just didn't need any of it, and it would have come in handy in the finale if they'd have used it in the way that they teased, but mm. then they just didn't, and that was really frustrating. Obviously, you'll know what I mean because you've seen the movie and i'm kind of skirting yeah. around it with spoilers but um like kind of the way they come up with getting out of the countdown as we've discussed before when you when you kind of set up the rules and that's something with final destination it's always kind of like i feel like the final acts of a final destination destination movie are always the hardest part to pull off yeah. because ultimately i just want to keep seeing you know death trying to fuck with them until they, they all kind of get killed whereas when they try <laughs> and get into the the minutiae of like here's how you beat it i'm yeah. always like well, you can't beat it like you literally can't beat it and yeah. so none, none of us can like no. <laughs> so, like they came up with kind of like a, a concept with the whole countdown timer that i really liked in terms of mm. how you could beat it i don't know how you felt about the the kind of the way yeah. they came up with the conclusion but i liked that in I, terms I, I really, I really want to get into that. So I think, yeah. I think probably we'll get into some spoiler territory and talk about that because, yeah, I was real into it and kind of, yeah, all of the ideas they came up with, I really liked. And um, I don't know, man, like the more I think about it, there's a lot that I kind of liked about this. It, it fell short on a lot of things, but mm. oh, not a lot of things, a few things. Yeah. But I think it had way more wins than it had losses. And overall, like I say, when this movie ended, I um well I didn't like the absolute stinger for the last couple of seconds but I enjoyed like you know I enjoyed the finale of this movie I enjoyed yeah. you know for, you know we've talked a lot about these movies and with this one I enjoyed the start middle and end um it was pretty solid all the way through I just have some gripes with it so for me kind of overall this was a pretty solid package and especially from like what we've been seeing recently it was a godsend mm. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I pretty much agree of like I I enjoyed this movie for the most part I definitely think that the the horror stuff like i said it was just mm. it was so close to that generic like yeah here's a here's a weird horror creature that is literally just screaming at the screen for half a second while the camera speeds towards it and that's just yeah. like i get it because like we've seen that probably i don't know 50 times for the show um yeah. but i have to still talk about it because it sucks and um but yeah like we didn't I, have any dumb cops though 
No, that's you know? true. Yeah, you know? cops just don't exist in this world, which again, like, mm. I think is a much better way to handle it. Like, <laughs> mm. because it is a mental thing, you know, of like um, this kind of app that counts down. But you kind of just have to go with it. Just be like, look, these people are in this world. They're in this situation. Let's just see how they deal with it. And that, that to me is always the best way to handle it rather than like, no, let's say like, what would an actual person do? Well, an actual person would call the police. And then that's when you start getting to a messy of like, okay, well, the police better just be complete in our tools. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Sorry, no, I just thought I'd trigger you for a few <laughs> seconds. I, I like to do it every now and then. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely think if we like, we may as well go into our recommendations yeah. before we go spoilers. <laughs> I, I would definitely recommend it. I think it's one that we were gonna see anyway, and obviously it was one of those very few movies that we just didn't because our schedule was so packed. Um, mm. Which right now is hilarious to think about. I know. Remember um, that, bro? Well, I remember when we were watching two films a week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember when yeah. like joker didn't even get his own episode <laughs> i remember <laughs> like, that's how packed last year was and like listen that's just the the thing with a show like this we're so dependent on them on the schedule of others obviously with the movie schedule um so like if everyone decides to release their movies in october we're going to be screwed mm. again this year but um yeah like i i think this is definitely worth a time with the downtime now probably people have got a lot of time on their hands we, we've, just, we've seen a lot of stuff that's kind of on demand um i don't think this is on like a streaming platform so no far. no it's um, just for rentals yeah but i think the rental is worth it because we've seen yeah. a lot that i think aren't <clears> and <throat> i'd say like oh you know wait until it comes to shudder on netflix i think this is definitely one of like if you're really in the crave for a new horror film and you're like us who like the new tech style of horror films like if you've seen unfriended and you love it i think i think there's a lot of merit to a movie like countdown for sure but just bear in mind that the horror stuff is not great, <laughs> which is a shame for a show like this. But um, yeah, I still really liked it overall. I'm guessing yeah. you recommend it as well. Yeah, I think so too. That you know, like you touched upon there. I think if you like a lot of those different things, it's going to be one that you should watch. And I think kind of if you've gone down this journey with us, that you've um, you've been uh, trying to watch kind of keep watching horror movies and uh can no longer go to the cinema you're getting dry on these on-demand releases and you somehow did miss this like we did mm. then you know th this kind of reminds me how good 2019 was and, yeah. and that's a nice memory to have yeah for sure um, um and, and yeah i definitely think it's worth the rental yeah definitely um so yeah going into full spoilers now i guess going into kind of i guess with because the end was the thing we want to talk about really mm. like i really love that idea that right the only way to obviously beat the countdown timer is to literally beat the countdown timer like it's yeah. it's telling you this is the moment that you die so if someone dies before that countdown or if you can somehow survive it which is obviously that's the thing that most people are trying to do throughout the movie and of course that's the natural thing of like well, mm. well if i just if i just stop myself from being killed yeah i'll just i'll, I'll just I'll beat survive. the timer it's fine yeah right. and obviously they try to do that they fail so then they go the other way which i think is fascinating of like well no what if i actually kill myself or i kill someone else and i well, break that's the timer. bit that's the bit i liked about it the most because the second they were like oh we need to beat the timer one way or another yeah i was like well matt's sacrificing himself like yeah. final act last scene of the movie matt's like i love you and then just sacrifices himself and i'm like <laughs> yeah. that sucks and then when matt got like wiped out i was like oh yeah. hang on and then i love the fact that like our lead character was instantly like well I mean, I could sacrifice myself for my kid sister, but I've realized that the dickhead creepy doctor has got it mm. on his phone. So I'm just going to kill him. Like, he deserves yeah. it. 
and like, so that, would been a, that would have been a great ending. <laughs> it really I really, was. I really wanted that because, like, yeah, I had massive problems with this subplot. I thought it was completely forced in there. It really kind of belittled the seriousness of that subject, the kind of like workplace sexual harassment, because it just felt so like he was like a comical villain. How over the top and ridiculous he was, mm. and how like in his face, uh, in their faces, he was with it, and so brazen and getting away with it. And then yeah, yeah, well, like, like okay. even when he had like the harassment meeting, he like yeah. touched her arm. Oh, it's and stuff. So it was just. Yeah, but it, but but it kind of made like, him oh, if, overtly yeah. villain. Exactly. So if they're yeah. building him up to then have this cool cathartic moment at the end to be like, chop his head off sort of thing, mm. I'd be in on that. And then when she takes that turn and she goes for him, I was really invested. And then the yeah. demon just pulls him away. And then he's not in the rest of the movie. Yeah. It like, is a shame. Um, I think what happened for me was that that happened. And obviously I felt the same as you. I really wanted that payoff. Um, and then when she inevitably um, looks like she sacrificed herself, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, she just sacrificed herself, which is exactly what I thought they were going to do. And like, that sucks. And like, I when they kind of, um, when she kind of brought herself back, um, I realized i felt like it had belittled the whole thing because she didn't sacrifice herself but then i realized she didn't need to sacrifice herself her sister needed to beat the clock so she tricked death in killing in in seemingly killing herself it made her sister beat the clock which is all that she needed to do so then they won so she could come back and so then like it felt like do you know what i mean it wasn't like one Mm. of these kind of not like a final destination thing where it was like oh now it's moved on to someone else it's like no i wasn't the end game my sister was the end game i was just distracting you so like i don't know if you got that out of it but like i got that out of it and i was like oh okay i i I like that that you won you came up with a clever way of winning it wasn't just like oh i've sacrificed myself and now i've come back from the dead we've beat the clock the other way yeah it makes sense because like their clocks were like four minutes apart or something so obviously he would have had to kill the little sister first so then when obviously quinn sacrificed herself it was like the demon left or whatever because it was like defeated and then obviously like right the sister's clock has passed maybe there was like i don't know a couple of minutes on the other girls uh, the actual one who killed herself's clock but that's irrelevant at that point and then yeah Yeah, once she gets brought back it's like yeah like death could have come back and killed her when her countdown ran out but it would have been irrelevant because obviously the other one had already beat it um yeah so yeah like i definitely get that but i just would have liked the the other ending because especially once she had like a um like a syringe next to her arm i was immediately like she's a doctor like i've seen plenty of people take these drugs of like um what's in oh there was a watch the film that does something like that recently but it was like where they you know like essentially oh, it makes God, the yeah, body seem like it's dead times. yeah, yeah. To, like get through certain things you're like it's literally in silence of the lambs and stuff so like um yeah, oh, yeah. like i i kind of just was immediately like oh, okay i know exactly what's gonna happen but yeah it was still it was it was fine yeah i think it kind of for a lot of these movies it would have broken the rules that have been set whereas for mm. this one i didn't feel like it broke the rules because she tricked it it no. wasn't it wasn't that she had to die it was the fact that they had to beat the clock and they beat the sister's clock through her kind of charades so i kind of i gave them a pass on it which kind of initially i rolled my eyes was like oh she's coming back now and i'm like well then she didn't really die in the first place but because that wasn't the point of the whole thing i kind of gave them that pass yeah i I didn't have a problem with it because i thought they you Mm. know didn't like 
game the system as it were i had a problem mm. with it because they gave us a way more exciting conclusion yeah. and didn't deliver it. and i get why because this is just the world we live in now where they're kind of trying to be too clever of like ha you thought she'd be like oh i'm just going to kill this guy but then in reality she'll i don't know she'll just somehow find a way of proving that he was a piece of shit and he'll just go to prison but like i would rather yeah. it would be more of a throwback and just be like no fuck this guy let's just kill him like that'd yeah. be more exciting to me in the finale but oh well um but yeah these are these are like again i think what's interesting about this movie is these are very minor gripes um mm. these aren't like huge issues with the overall structure of the I movie think, i think that's the thing like in recent weeks i've been watching these movies just bored out of my brain and just kind of dreading the next one that comes my way <laughs> and kind of you know this this really has been you know this this was a much more enjoyable experience for me and kinda, yeah you know so um it, it's it's criticism but it's more constructive criticism as mm. opposed to like i don't really think you can turn uh this movie into something gold i think this movie is a movie that people should see and it could be something that would be real stellar and could have been up there with the final destinations and stuff if they'd have if they'd have tweaked that script a bit more and got a bit more horror into it, it really could have been a lot closer I think a, g- a good takeaway as well is like, I would definitely see a sequel to this movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously like unfriended is a great example of like the sequel, <clears throat> which, which really took those concepts and made them a million times better in dark web. And so I, I definitely think that, I mean, this movie did okay as well. I'm looking at it now where it made 50 million um, off a six and a half million dollar budget, um, which mm. obviously 50 million is not like insane, like boom, green light sequel straight away. But I mean, like, it's better than a lot of stuff we've seen in, in recent times, that's for sure. Um, so I don't definitely. know whether they would want to do that, but I definitely think with some with some refinement of that concept, um, I would definitely be interested in a sequel because like, I just mm. love that concept. Like it's simple, yeah, but it delivers like that classic well, the thing, ring. The thing that's good about this is that we've seen kind of you know like Happy Death Day was such a fun concept mm. and such a good concept, but if they'd have done a sequel to that movie without the same cast, it would have felt just wrong. Yeah. Whereas for this movie, a sequel, with just a brand new cast makes perfect sense and just 100%. refine and, and redo and countdown to doesn't need to have anyone else in it. It doesn't need to bring back any cast members. It could do if it wanted, but I really don't think it should. And I no, think that, definitely um, that makes this way of a stronger possibility for a franchise than, than yeah. some of these other things we've seen recently. Yeah, you could go in a million different directions with mm. a sequel where it literally just has to have an app that tells you when you're going to die. And then it's like, right, what is the meat of the story? I don't know. Like, it could literally be anything, <laughs> you know? It's like, that's what I think is exciting well, it, about well, it. It'd be really cool if they literally had, like, multiple people with the same time. Yeah. So they knew that there was going to be, like, this big event and they were all trying to stay apart and then were being, like, sucked into the same situation and stuff. And, you know, that sort of thing could be super cool. Like, I could really, I could really see this thing getting some legs and having a really decent sequel. Yeah, I, I almost wish like the user oh, the agreement opening stuff. scene. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the opening scene good. of the movie was everyone. No, I mean like a sequel where oh, like right, yeah. ten people download it and it's like four minutes. <laughs> everyone has four minutes. Like, Fuck! Yeah. And everyone just panics. It'd be great. Imagine if you did it at the start. Like this is pretty goddamn morbid, but it is a horror film. If it was like, oh, people are just messing around at like a sporting event and then everyone had the same bloody number and you'd be like, shit, we no, need to exactly leave this. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we need like, to leave not, this like venue straight away. <laughs> not necessarily like that scale, but yeah, like yeah. a party where there's like fifty people and they all download it and it's like four minutes. And they're like, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that would be fun. 
Yeah, and no, I think make it more like Final Destination because I really like yeah. the idea. Like, I wish it, there wasn't really a punishment. It was that was my point with the whole user agreement thing of like, right, yeah. you take that scene where she was going to yeah. die in the car crash. It pops up saying user agreement broken. It's really angry with her. She then dies at the exact same time anyway. So it was almost yeah. like it didn't really matter if it, you tried I, to cheat with death. It was it was trying so hard not to be Final Destination yeah. with kind of like this kind of. You know, she's in the bathroom and she ends up slipping and cracking her skull. It was just yeah. like jump scare, rah, and she's dead. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, yeah, that's where it needs to refine itself. That actually, you know, it doesn't need to be death, but the character needs to get themselves in a situation that they die anyway. Mm. And whether, like, you know, whether it's more of this entity that gets involved and fucks them up, but we still need to see that as opposed to just this quick cut. Well, and yeah, that's like... definitely the refinement the the kind of potential death places because what i thought was fascinating was the girl thinks oh i'm gonna die i'm gonna die in a car yeah, so i'm not car. gonna get in the car and she's right the guy who thinks i'm gonna die in surgery so he doesn't go to surgery and he's right the guy who says he's gonna go on a train journey so he doesn't go on the train journey and he's right like everyone perfectly when they changed their plans they perfectly predicted the moment they were gonna die mm. and i like, that's what i wanted from that opening scene of like oh no she thinks she's gonna get killed in a car accident but really it was just she walked on these streets alone at night rather than letting her boyfriend drive her home yeah. and now she gets attacked by some psycho like i kind of wanted that to be like you thought you were gaming the system but actually you were leading into what killed you um but again that's kind of like that whole like you know is your path set out and can you change it sort of thing and i, I would have liked him to run with that a bit more mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think a movie like this stands out based upon the discussion. And I think it's a fascinating film based upon that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah I think time. it's a cool. I think it's a cool film for sure. Um, but yeah, that was our discussion of countdown. We will take a short break and we will be right back. yeah just to sort of finish this off this week um i did want to mention some feedback we got because whenever one of our listeners goes ahead and watches this seminal classic known as microwave massacre um can i can i call myself the number one fan of this movie at this point because i feel like i should i mean i'm the one that put it in your <laughs> i know you did and i so. and i thank you for that <laughs> that is the greatest gift you've ever given me um but yeah it's just it's just a joy everything about this movie is a joy and um yeah i have to give a shout out to one joe who yeah. um watches i'm a taking goddamn... a little swig for you right now joe. <laughs> yeah. well played man um you know he's always out looking for new and old horror movies alike and yeah i just had to give him this one and yeah he seemed to pretty much enjoy it um he says microwave massacre is a truly amazing film uh the story is strong and it's acted well well it's acted um a must see for all horror fans and i hope you both do the right thing for the horror community and review this amazing film it can um, happen <laughs> also helps if you have a drink or 10 of whiskey while watching <laughs> um yeah i mean i'm, I'm the, so glad you got week. into the spirit of the movie you yeah. know what i mean because it's a real gamble recommending this movie in all seriousness <laughs> to people and and i think you know if you can get into the spirit of what it's all about and just the the the, the craziness of it you can have a good time and i'm glad joe did what what was brilliant is for years i used to always recommend martyrs to people it's <laughs> like half yeah, troll at least, at least no you're not gonna break people's minds because that's the that thing like, like i i obviously adore that movie but i'm kind of like half trolling when i recommend it to people because i'm like yeah this is gonna change you for the rest of your life whereas microwave massacre is a lot more of a light-hearted recommend of like yeah you'll just have a good time with this it's not gonna like sky you for the rest of your life um 
so yeah i'm just i'm just super happy if anyone else wants to watch this movie and let me know that's the easiest oh, way to get man. a shout out on the show i uh, love this i love the scale of your recommendations <laughs> <laughs> I'm like i'm even gonna go mars or microwave massacre I'm like yeah there's a middle ground like someone's gonna be like oh hey you uh host a horror podcast what'd you recommend i've got two films for you yeah. um yeah. <laughs> they're the only two. <laughs> oh, like, what do you think about it chapter two i'm like stop talking about that just yeah. watch me my grave massacre i felt bad for recommending don't breathe to people um, why and now now i'm like oh that's just way too you know that's way too vanilla yeah why would you feel bad about recommending that no, there's the whole there's there's the whole just the artificial insemination yeah. scene. That's just one bit. <laughs> it puts a lot of people off, right? Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, what a film that is. Oh. Maybe we'll maybe we'll discuss that in our upcoming episode two hundred. Um we might. But yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. I have watched the film actually, but I might I, I might just see some it. movies, bro. Well, I wanna I'm gonna let you go because I might have seen a movie that you've seen, otherwise this is gonna make no sense. So why don't you go okay. ahead? Okay, well you've got you've got two chances. Right. Um well you've got one chance really, but I've seen two <laughs> movies. <laughs> right, how many basket case films is that? I know you've watched all them, haven't um, you? One uh so uh, I've watched a movie that you definitely have seen though, and that is Doom Asylum. Oh yeah. I decided good to old, check out this little good classic. old Doom Asylum. Oh, good old Doom Asylum from Arrow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I decided to trial it up and and get get on the Arrow uh, nice. TV channel and just kind of watch the. Uh, it just got to the point that I was like, I need to watch some Arrow stuff, and I was like, uh, I've I've spent as much money as I'm willing to right now on the <laughs> Blu-ray collection, so I'm gonna go to the channel and and yeah, I watched this and I had a really good time, man. Yeah. like this movie is bad yeah um but it's 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 microwave massacre bad you know it's 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 a fun time i had um i think kind of the first hour or so i was having a real good fun time it's kind of it's terribly acted the 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 idea of it is just ridiculous but it was just fun and campy and over the top and i kept getting over the top kills i had this absolutely stupid villain that was just kind of ridiculous and over the top and i was having a real good time um and then it kind of got to the last 20 minutes or so and it just became this cat and mouse between a couple of people and it got a little bit boring and it did drop off towards the end but i I definitely had a good time for the first hour or so of it and and like i say it was just real dumb bad cheesy horror where people Mm. were just having a crazy time making it and i had a fun time watching it yeah Um, it's it's a fun movie do you you especially like when they just put like 15 minutes of stock footage from another movie in it just to just to make the uh, runtime longer (laughs) oh i know it was hilarious like and literally the the movie doom asylum ends and then we get the ending of the stock footage movie before the credits roll it was amazing have you um so with the arrow video channel do you get any extras or special features on that um i did not look i don't think so though you, you get the odd featurette but they're not like prominent i don't think right because but... i really wondered with stuff like that but um yeah because mm. with doom asylum because i have the blu-ray they're, they're, the making of is a really good one of that it's like a short one like 20 minutes but i really liked how they did actually get you know like the filmmakers like the cast and crew and that and yeah, yeah like their advantage of making that movie was the classic like we knew that if we could make a movie for like i, I don't remember what the exact figures were but it was like ten thousand dollars and then we knew that we could sell like the video rights for twenty thousand, so it was like the easiest way to double our money and so they were literally like they were commissioning these things without even having scripts and like yeah. they like the, the lead actress they had to like pay her to go topless and because uh, they knew yeah. they could get like the certain rating was, on the movie and all this i, I sort saw of stuff. that because because on the on the amazon prime app you get trivia 
Right, yeah. Even click on, and yeah, it was something like it wasn't the lead actress. It was yeah, one no, of the, no, no, no. Uh, it was the other ones, yeah, yeah. And um, she's like, there's like this band, like this goth band yeah. that are randomly at the the asylum practicing or something. Yeah. And, and yeah, she she kind of uh, shows her boobs, and yeah, it was something like she was paid a hundred bucks extra to do it. It was a really low thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny, and like that was that was like one of the only trivia's. It was like it just popped up in the corner like trivia, and I was like, okay, <laughs> nice. No, like they're that. that that was one of the best making of after watching that movie because it really gave you this perfect mm. kind of behind the scenes of like because they were saying like we realized that we had like 55 minutes of footage tops that we could stretch and they were like mm. it has to be like 70 or something well, it, it said it was shot in 10 days right um yeah, so yeah, with the runtime that was why they were like right we just they were like we we can't sell the video rights unless it hits this certain number it might have been like 68 minutes or something mm. so then that was why they were like right we found the cheapest horror movie rights so we could absolutely find we didn't even watch the horror movie we just bought it because it was the cheapest thing and then they just spliced this random horror film in there to make the runtime longer well <laughs> it was insane because the 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 villain is killing these characters and then he's just wandering off back to his room and he's just watching <laughs> this horror movie he just yeah. puts his feet up and watches the horror movie for 10 minutes you watch it with him and then he goes off and kills someone else it, it was it was yeah it was an experience watching this movie and yeah um it's the sort of kind of you know i want I want one of two things when I watch like an Arrow release, one of these ones. I want like a genuine gem, mm. which is very hard to find at this point. Or I just want one hell of a fun time of this yeah. really batshit crazy movie that I that I have not seen before. And this was that box. And, you know, yeah, at this point, like that's one hell of a win. Um, yeah, and I just don't know how they keep pulling them out of the bag. It's a perfect snapshot of a time and a place, which is exactly what mm. you want of like, wow, this is what the horror genre was for this period of time, for these specific reasons, mm. mostly due to the arrival of VHS. And yeah, it's fascinating to see. You had the guy that couldn't, couldn't make a decision. And he was like the worst character in the world where he was like, oh yeah, we should go left or maybe we should go right. But left's a good idea. What do you think? <laughs> I think left, but maybe right. And like he did that for the whole movie and it was infuriating until it became funny and then yeah. it became infuriating again like it was <laughs> it was a real ride yeah um yeah and the other movie i watched was uh one that we spoke about a little bit a couple of weeks ago i went back and rewatched red dragon oh nice <laughs> was and not expecting that. i tell you what bro i don't know when the last time you've seen red dragon not for ages but, but i know that movie's incredible my god it's better than you remember <laughs> it's so good man it's yeah such, like again i don't know whether this is a time and a place and that i was in a bit of a rut and like no this movie but, is so good but, i stand by it but oh my god it was so good like uh you know the opening scene is fantastic and it's just a great detective movie more than anything mm. and then when you get these moments of horror it's i rem like it gives me this flashback because when i watched this movie in the cinema for the first time it genuinely shat me up and like it still does now like when you see <laughs> these moments when kind of you just see these characters with the glass in their eyes and like that yeah. visual is terrifying and kind of um ralph fines is just so intimidating um and and you know he's he's just such a beast in this movie that um every scene he's in you just know he, he's going to dominate whoever's in front of him and he's just yeah the, the whole thing was fantastic yeah and uh, and yeah i, I I love this movie, but it's a movie that I've not seen for a number of years. And yeah, rewatching it, I was just like, why have I not seen this movie more often and more regular? It was so good. 
Yeah, I need to watch it again. So I watched Silence of the Lambs not that long ago. I think it was last year because I picked up the trilogy and then I was just never in the mood for Hannibal. Like I get it. It's kind of, it's definitely a fun movie for sure. And obviously it's great seeing him in that role, but like, I don't think it's a great movie. Um, So I never really wanted. So that was where I got to the sticking point. But yeah, I need to just jump and watch Red Dragon because obviously it doesn't matter what order you watch. Exactly. The problem with, the problem with Hannibal is that he, Hannibal Lecter is more intimidating when he's behind bars mm. and and he's kind of just just talking shit and kind of you know the the reason why silence and red dragon are so strong is you have these super crazy over the top villains in the real world that are just super intimidating both of them and kind of you know hannibal is just there as the glue yeah and and so yeah that's why this one works as strong as silence for me yeah well it's very similar because obviously pretty much hannibal plays the same role in those two films Mm. you then have an extremely likable lead in both those films and you also have an extremely amazing villain in both those films whereas to my knowledge it's like hannibal like i just i i just can't get around clarice being recast like i'm sorry i just can't so like i never liked um i can't remember i'm sorry but i can't remember the actress's name who plays it in hannibal it's nothing against her i just didn't want to see someone else play the role i liked i liked her in it and like she did a solid job it was um mm. julianne moore wasn't it? yeah that's it yeah yeah she's a great yeah. actress i just i just don't like her in that role because i just mm. i immediately think of jodie foster she's just so iconic yeah. you know um but yeah watching it i was like oh i remember in remember when edward norton was in everything yeah <laughs> there was that run after like that and like fight club and stuff where it was yeah. like my god yeah and then he was like in incredible hulk and he was like well i guess i'm retired now yeah, yeah <laughs> i'll just voice someone in sausage party after that. <laughs> yeah good show um <laughs> But yeah, no, I'll, I'll save my movie for what I've seen for next week. Um, but I was going to quickly say, because uh, it's a pretty random one. Have you got Midsummer on Blu-ray? Uh, I do. So what I look, because I actually just picked this up recently because I just love this movie so much. And yeah. um, what I find, that I, I just want to give a shout out because obviously it's like a new release. So it's not like a crazy Arrow thing or anything. But one thing that I absolutely loved about this release is obviously um, it has like the director's car, mm-hmm. um, which is why I didn't pick this up initially because I rented it like when it first came out because I really wanted to see it. Um, but what I love is that it's a two disc Blu-ray, one disc mm-hmm. for the original kind of theatrical release and then one disc for the director's car. And I never realized that when I was looking at it online, that you kind of had both options there, both as Blu-rays. Because I think that's incredible. Like, I thought it was just the extended cut on Blu-ray, and then you just didn't have the theatrical cut. Um, So I I just want to give a shout out to that, because it's one of those small things that you don't really see too often, that you actually get both versions. Like, I don't know about Doctor Sleep. Like, you've not picked that up yet, have you? No, I was literally going to say I have Doctor Sleep, and it's the exact same. Two Blu-ray, one director's cut, one theatrical. and, And yeah, they're both sick for that reason yeah because quite often with blu-ray releases that aren't a look back arrow release yeah you'll get one that's a dvd exactly. version yeah and, yeah 100%. and it just and it, and it makes it feel like it's the subpar version yeah whereas when i watched both of these movies i ended up going director's cut both times because i wanted a new experience yeah but like going forwards when i rewatch them i'll have a real decision to make as yeah. to what one because i think they're both of these movies are very different experiences I enjoyed both experiences and the fact that I have the option of both in a super high quality. Yeah, it's a great, it's great that they've done that with both. 100% because yeah it's like it's the cost of a regular blu-ray and i think that Mm. yeah that would have been super disappointing where because i that's what i genuinely thought of like well yeah what if i do just want to watch the theatrical cut of midsummer is that just like gone forever at home like Mm. obviously i saw that at the cinemas and is that version just gone but like no i'm super glad that it is one of those 
yeah like you say you expected with the arrow stuff like with the dawn of the dead release of like right here's all these specific versions because obviously there's years of people caring about it yeah obviously exactly. for a new release i'm super glad they realized that the people that are obviously picking up physical media are the people that would want both versions um mm. so yeah now yeah i'm i've, I've been i, I want to watch it again i genuinely have no idea which version i'm gonna watch maybe i'll go back to theatrical because i watched the obviously director's cut not too long ago um mm. But yeah, it's difficult though because I really, I really did like that version as well. So I I'm not too sure. Yeah, with both those movies, as time goes on, I think I might go back to the the theatrical cut, which is yeah. not often the way I go. But yeah, you know, I think it kind of. It I think what's interesting sense. is we, we come from a place where, especially in, you know, years ago, obviously, there was such this whole thing about the director getting his cut out there. And that yeah. just isn't the case anymore. Like it's, you know, I don't know about um, particularly about Midsommar. I mean, they do call it a director's cut and I'm pretty sure they do for Dr. Sleep. Yeah, they do. Um, but that's not like he said at the time, the cut, my cut is in cinemas. <laughs> you know, it is an extended cut versus the theatrical cut. It's not, they try and get yeah. the whole like, oh, this is the cut that the, the director wanted it's like no not really like he got the cut he wanted it's just has some extra footage cut together if you want to see it yeah i would love kind of years removed from dr sleep more mm. than midsummer because i think yeah. midsummer was the theatrical cut was what he wanted to put out there yeah the things he cut was a was a was a uh sacrifice to runtime Mm. and and everything else and trying to get the right you know balance and i think he struck it perfectly i think dr yeah. sleep is a more interesting one because the use of the chapters and the use of a few other things in it it really feels like the director's cut was trying to be this different version mm. and then got changed into something else and i wonder like years removed when flanagan isn't trying to get more stephen king ip and isn't trying to get films you know that's not gonna uh, happen anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> no it's really not um but when it when it does what his thoughts will be on kind of the version that was out there and, and will he have any kind of um you know not necessarily regrets but will he kind of feel like there was a cut out there that he that he would have preferred yeah um whereas i don't feel like that with the ariaster with midsummer no like he this is this guy knows what he's doing <laughs> with everything um but yeah that was pretty much it for this week obviously a, a different type of uh film because obviously it's not a brand new release like normal um but obviously guys <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like we've obviously next week is gonna be like a, a normal traditional show then we'll have episode 200 um we're already thinking about some different things going forward because uh we're looking at the upcoming list and let me tell you it is bare um <laughs> so uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna uh, definitely kind of announce those sooner to the date um but yeah for now that was episode 198 uh, thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone and